0: Thank you for tuning in. We have a great podcast in store for you. We make our predictions on who will be the MVP of the NBA next year. What can teams like the Lakers and Rockets do to compete with the juggernaut that is the Golden State Warriors after they acquired DeMarcus Cousins? And how well will DeMarcus Cousins fit in? DeMarcus Cousins has issues. There's a reason why teams passed up on it. It's not like the Warriors were his number one option. Other teams didn't want to pick him up. From what I hear, other teams were like, oh no, there's there's no way we're picking DeMarcus Cousins. He's not gonna be a part of our, our franchise. The Lakers had an opportunity to pick him up and they passed on him. He was a major, major headache in Sacramento. They could not wait for him to leave. And I'm hearing reports that our New Orleans, they didn't like him that much either. If DeMarcus Cousins comes in to the Golden State Warriors franchise, He could be the start of dissembling that whole team He has He is a head case You're
1: tuned into the new channel Sports Podcast The ultimate sports talk Podcast
0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host, Oenyi, sitting all the way across from me in the distance. What's going on, Chris? What's good? Happy to have you here. Trey is not available today. Sorry, I'm cowboy fans and Laker fans, but he'll be back. He'll definitely be back. Um, but it's me and Chris. This is kind of like a H Town edition okay. of the New Channel Sports Podcast. Um does H-Town, not, not, everybody else is invited to, but as far as me and Chris, on honest. But, but
1: let me, look. y'all can't see this. Every time he says H-Town, he touches his chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why do you do that? Uh, thanks for calling me the on the sh- on a podcast, Chris. I, I really appreciate that. I just wanted our viewers. I do that way. because H-Town has a special place in my heart. Okay. And that's why I do that. Okay. You know, I, I love all the, the H-Town teams. Rockets, Astros, Texans, you know, you know, I die. I die for Houston Sports. Nice. Oilers. Okay. I gotta give a shout out to Oilers. Okay. So NBA news, right? The Marcus Cousins. It's going to Golden State. So the the starting lineup next year for the Golden State Warriors, it's gonna be Kevin Durant, mm. Steph Curry, mm. Clay Thompson, nice. Draymond Green. Mm. And DeMarcus Cousins. Mm. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it is, really is ridiculous. Let me ask you a question. This is not a joke. Once DeMarcus Cousins comes back, because he's going to be injured still, right? He's coming back. He's going to be rehabbing. He's going to come back around December, January. Once he comes back, will the Golden State Warriors lose another game on their way to another championship?
1: I mean, they could lose the first game, maybe. (laughs) I mean, if it's just a rough night. But after that, they had one weakness, right? Just one, the center position. As far as teams switching and then putting anybody on the center that they have, and like, we'll switch everything. But if you do that now, Bookie's going to kill you. He's going to torch you all night long. So, I mean, I... I see them winning. If he comes back with 10 games into the season, they have 72 at that point. They'd go
0: 72-0. I am kind of just kidding. I do think that Golden State is going to be a very, very, very good team. And they have the potential to be the best team the NBA's ever seen. All these players were on the All-Star team last year. Mm-hmm. Okay? But this is my but. Me and Trey had a debate about Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins um, a couple of podcasts ago. This was a while ago. And I made the statement that if I was drafting the team, I would draft Draymond Green before I drafted DeMarcus Cousins. Why? DeMarcus Cousins has issues. There's a reason why teams passed up on him. It's not like the Warriors were his number one option. Other teams didn't want to pick him up. From what I hear, other teams were like, oh, no, there's there's no way we're picking up DeMarcus Cousins. He's not going to be a part of our, our franchise. The Lakers had an opportunity to pick him up, and they passed on him. He was a major, major headache in Sacramento. They could not wait for him to leave. And I'm hearing reports that are in New Orleans, they didn't like him that much either. If DeMarcus Cousins comes in to the Golden State Warriors franchise, he could be the start of dissembling that whole team. He, has, he is a wow. head case. I, I'm just saying, I, I he's a head case. Okay? A, a head You case? have... You have Come on, Chris. You, have you seen some of his antics on the court? I mean, he has times where he has antics, I get that, but to say
1: he's a head case, I don't think he destroys teams. I think everybody's a head case when they go well, to Sacramento. Okay look look, so let's not, let's not act like Sacramento's a place where you
0: keep. But your there head. was nothing to destroy in Sacramento. Let's just put it that way. Sacramento, you couldn't destroy anything there. New Orleans, he really had opportunity to destroy them there either. He got hurt. I'm just saying. Well, this before he
1: got hurt, he was not destroying them. He was keeping them in the playoffs.
0: Well, they played well without him as well. They weren't world beaters when he was there initially. But the Golden State Warriors taking on DeMarcus Cousins, they've never taken on a player like this. They already have Draymond Green there. Draymond Green is going to be in this guy's ear day in and day out. Once DeMarcus Cousins does something that they do not like, you better believe Draymond Green is going to be a- Now, you see how he talks to K- KD. KD is this a, you know, a chill guy. He's going to let Draymond Green talk to him that way. He's going to be like, okay, yeah, I understand, bro. I'm going to get back on it. I don't know about the Marcus Cousins, bro. I don't know about Boogie. Boogie's not going to be down for that. But this is the thing. Boogie's already
1: played with a star in Anthony Davis. Let's get that straight. So people are saying, oh, he's going to be so enamored. I think Anthony Davis may be one of the most skilled, if not the very most skilled player in the NBA. So him going to go play with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson is not going to just put him in a position where he's going to be just awestruck. He's already played with the star before. I don't think he's going to go there and just start going crazy. I mean, There may be times on the court where he's going to say, hey, uh, I like y'all taking your jump shots, but Boogie needs some love. Boogie's going to want the ball. But I don't see him going crazy for that because they're going to give him the ball. Can you imagine when they come off a switch and KD's double teamed and then they're going to kick it to Boogie. The only difference is, is this. Will he fall in line with passing it? Will he fall in line with passing it? Because the thing with Boogie Cousins is Boogie averaged, I think, about five turnovers a game when he was playing with uh, the Pelicans. And the one thing that the Warriors have trouble with are turnovers. So does he go there and just turns the ball over with that team and this becomes a turnover fest and that would be the only way you'd be able to stop that juggernaut? But at the end of the day, even if he is turning the ball over, they're probably going to score 180 on you anyway. So they can turn it over 25 times. Who cares?
0: I don't necessarily think that the Golden State Warriors are not going to win a championship next year, okay? But you got to look at where this has come from and where it's at now. There's no way on earth that DeMarcus Cousins should be a Golden State Warrior right now. A lot of things have, had to have happened for yeah. this to happen. They wanted to sign someone else for the minimum before they got DeMarcus Cousins. I can't remember that person's name but they want to sign someone else. It just so happens that DeMarcus Cousins fell on their lap. They're like, oh, really? no one wants to sign this guy?
1: Well, really, DeMarcus Cousins called Bob Myers. They're GM. Okay. Okay. So he initiated the contact. He called the, what, his ace of well, spades.
0: He probably didn't think, thought, okay, wow, nobody wants me. No, that's the see, I don't Let see me it me that. Let me call way. somebody. I don't
1: see it that way. I really Are don't you see serious? It
0: DeMarcus Cousins is a free agent. Let me tell you right now. I think he's a head case. What has happened has validated that for me. There is no way... All the teams in the NBA do not want DeMarcus Cousins.
1: See, but see I think the rhetoric, I think that's, that's his rhetoric he's putting out there. Let's think about it. If you're DeMarcus Cousins and you're going to the Warriors, let's call If I already think Kevin Durant's a cupcake, right? I don't even know what to call DeMarcus Cousins. There's not a word for that.
0: But He's if, a Twinkie. I,
1: I, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> we can call him that. But my thing is, if you're going to do that, why not put that rhetoric out there? Tell my agent, yeah, nobody wanted me. Nobody wanted me.
0: Okay, so the what- Lakers
1: passed up on me. They didn't want me.
0: So, what that means basically is, because he took the bare minimum, right? That the, 5.3. The cool, he
1: took the mid level exception. Yeah, so that that's the, the Warriors. Had. Somebody
0: else, if he's that talented and people really want him, we're going to offer him more money, right?
1: But this is the difference though. You got to remember this. They would have offered him more money, but at the same time, A, could have been a bad team, and B, they probably won in multiple years. You got to understand, the reason why he felt with the Warriors a lot, like you said, is multiple things. The number one thing is being that torn Achilles. One of the worst injuries in sports. It's one of the, it's long recovery period and you may not come back. The only player who's really come back from a torn Achilles and actually played at a superstar level, like above their abilities, was Isaiah Thomas. When he first came back, when he tore his Achilles. But how much heavier is Boogie Cousins? How much taller is Boogie Cousins? Most NBA teams, you got to think, why would I offer him a 15, 16, 20-month million dollar deal when A, he may not even play, or B, he may not get back to the player he once was?
0: And that's the other point I did want to make about the whole situation. He's coming off a major injury. He's not going to just come back and be the Boogie that we remember. It's going to take him a while to get back to form, and it's going to take this team a while to build some chemistry. And with that, And with him being a head case, I think it's a head case, okay. With him being a head case, you know, it's not really guaranteed that, you know, this team is gonna be the same. Get out of here,
1: bro. Stop Stop denying. Maybe
0: I'm just talking as a Rockets fan, but I do think there is a small possibility that DeMarcus Cousins does cause a little friction within that locker room. This is a small possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know. I mean I only hope.
1: You can hope for it all it's as much as you want. <laughs> I don't know what friction it can cause, other than having them win a lot of games. But I will say this about the Pelicans: when they were on their playoff run and they swept the Portland Trailblazers, remember we were talking about this. I said it's one of the worst things that could happen for the Pelicans because they're 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 prisoners of the moment, thinking, "Oh, we can do this without Boogie. We can do this without Boogie." What the Pelicans have now done, they have Julius Randle, which I think is a, a solid player in the NBA, but he's not Boogie Cousins. And more importantly, I think they're in a position now where. Can you imagine if they start off the season a little slow? Let's say they start off, I don't know, 12 and 20. And Anthony Davis is looking around like, um, I think I'm done here. <laughs> I mean, right. at that point, my am Anthony Davis like, look here, New Orleans, I've tried. We're clearly not good. I'm done. Boston has assets. Ship me out. That's, that's what the Pelicans have done to themselves. They were prisoners of the moment and, I guess, high on their own supply with Miritich. And now Rondo's gone. I really don't know what New Orleans is doing, to be honest with you, because they had a good run without Boogie. But let's not get high on that. Boogie was giving you 25 and t- uh, 13 before he got hurt. That's right. gone now.
0: Right. So with all this being said, initially, and I still think all these moves in the long run look like it's good for the NBA. But when you talk about these things, right, When you have players that are superstars on these teams, like New Orleans, you have another person in Damian Lillard. He's a superstar on his team in Portland, but they're not going anywhere. All they can think about is, man, let me go somewhere where I can win. So they want to go to these bigger markets, but they want to go to teams that are winning. So what happens is the NBA becomes top heavy. You have all these massive teams in the top. Then on the very bottom of the totem pole, you have garbage, disgusting manure teams. Cleveland's heading that direction, folks. I'm sorry, but Cleveland's going to be there soon. Once they trade Kevin Love,
1: who we're apologizing
0: <laughs> for, <laughs> I apologize to the Cleveland Cavalier fans. I'm so sorry. If I was a Cavalier fan, I would be like, "Oh my god, we're getting ready to be so horrible again." You know, we lost Kyrie and we lost LeBron James, and now we're just going to be the 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 floor mat of the NBA. Yeah. But anyway, that's what happens. Now, if those are the two players in particular I'm looking at, I'm looking at Damian Lillard. And look at Anthony Davis. If they stay on their respected teams Mm -hmm. and they have a slow start, they're going to be saying, hey, it's time to get me out of here. And they can go and join with LeBron or Damian Litter come off the bench for the Golden State Warriors or whatever (sighs) is going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I
1: mean, you know what makes me mad, though? When people are complaining, oh, the NBA doesn't have competitive balance. NBA's never had competitive balance. It's always been top heavy. Well, Well, it has been top heavy. No, but this is the difference, though. The Warriors are different. This this is different. This is is definitely different. That's what I'm saying. My issue with the Warriors are different.
0: Like, let's say 10 stars is the best team. Yeah. The Warriors are a 10-star team. Then the next best team is maybe a six or a seven star. That's the
1: difference. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference, which is why I was so upset when I saw the Boogie deal. Because, like we said, Boogie is not completely healthy. But if you've seen his workout videos, Boogie looks pretty good to me. I'm just going to put that out there. He looks pretty good to me. So if he comes back healthy, he's just one of my favorite uh, writers, Jonathan Fagan, of the Houston Chronicle. And the first thing he said is, well, it's over. Rockets' chances, are done. And he's normally really chill, level-headed, but any basketball head knows this upcoming season is done. If Boogie's healthy, is done. Who's going to beat them? I mean, we're just all playing for second place at that point, really and truly. The only thing that works in our favor, like you said, I don't think Boogie's a head case like you think he is. I really don't. But if he's truly a head case, we will find out this season.
0: It's going to be a test for the Golden State Warriors as a team. I think they can handle it. I really do. I'm just kind of throwing it out there because I feel like that is a scenario that can very well happen. Draymond Green is the heart and soul of that team. He gets in Clay Thompson's face, he gets in Curry's face he damn sure gets in Kevin Durant's face. When he's doing something that he's wanting to do, here's that mean when he's talking to him and he has his hands together. I don't know what he's saying, but it's hilarious to me. Can you imagine doing that to Boogie Cousins? I don't know what Boogie Cousins would do. But Boogie Cousins is not going to be as calm about it if it happens night in and night out. So it is going to be kind of interesting to see how that team kind of goes through the season when Boogie gets in there. The only team that can beat the Golden State Warriors is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, And that would be Because of Boogie Cousins, either they'll get tired of him and let him go or he'll just mesh with that team and just it'll just be nasty. That's going to be nasty. If if Boogie Cousins is healthy and they all mesh well together, it's just going to be. Why watch the NBA?
1: I mean, the way I see it is this. If Boogie goes there and he's a head case like you think he is, I'm, I'm firm on believing that I don't think he is. They're just going to release him. They don't need him to win a championship. Just release him at that point. Well, I mean, what are you really losing if he's not there anymore?
0: Well, if you release him, I do think that losing McGee, I mean, who do they have there now at the center position? Did you just say losing McGee? I mean, but he, look, 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 Are you really going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> look, but they didn't even play McGee in the Houston Rockets series, right? He didn't play at all. Because he's unplayable. Yeah, he's, he really didn't play at all. So I—, I I'm just looking for some stuff, man. I'm looking for some, some way to poke some holes in the Golden State Warriors. I really am. But let's, 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 go, let's ask this What do other teams need to do to compete with the Golden State Warriors right now? Like, is there anything that could be done? There are, like, we named some players. Yeah. Jimmy Butler right now, he seems like he wants out of Minnesota. That's what it seems like. Is Anthony Davis really saying, you know what? I need to get out of New Orleans. You still have Kawhi Leonard. He hasn't found a destination yet. I've named Damian, Damian Lillard. I think Damian Lillard needs to get out of Portland. He needs to go somewhere and shine. That, that boy can play. I don't care what anybody says. See how they'll think of this? But at you, the you, time, you, you've become a,
1: I like a David. weirdly big fan of Damian Lillard. I, did, I don't
0: you know, really you know, why. You know why. You know why? He was voted first team NBA this past season. Yeah. And people were going crazy. Like, this guy shouldn't be first-team first team NBA. Were you one of those guys? I am, and, and oh then we saw what happened. Oh, my goodness. we saw
1: what happened in the playoffs. He <laughs> has
0: nobody. He has nobody okay, else all, to rock the playoffs. CJ McCollum CJ McCollum, he can ball. I am not so debating. that's not nobody. Okay, okay. CJ McCollum can ball. Okay, that's fine. But how many, that Rocket series, okay, when they had Dwight Howard and James Harden, mm-hmm. was Daniel Littler not balling? He played okay in that series. He was balling. No,
1: that he was, was balling. In that series, that was really Nicholas Batoon. He was
0: destroying. He was, him. he was, but that, that was, was, that was, that, and Aldridge, that, that was, and that Lamarcus was, Marcus Aldrich? He was playing too. The only
1: thing I remember from Lillard in that series, was the, the game. The game when he shot. The game when he shot. I remember that, that. That shot was
0: money. Money. <laughs> but Damian Lillard, and this season he had this past season was a, a good season. He really had a really good season. I just think that it's hard for me to poo poo on somebody that plays in a a market like portland and has given his heart and soul to that team i don't think it's that ludicrous if people think it's ludicrous whatever but that did rub me the wrong way and so i'm like you know what
1: i mean he's a good player i just he's such a B level star to me i just i mean where but do you want him season to go?
0: the season that he had was a phenomenal season he had a really good no, season. No, he did
1: the, the Portland trouble. And it was it was a good season. It was really a good second half of the season. They had a nice little run, then it got swept. Um, but when I look at him, I normally compare him to other players who are like his mold. Um, John Wall, uh, Kyrie Irving. And I just think those players are just better than him because they're, they're, they're offensively, they're just as good and they pass the ball better. I mean, it's just... Lillard is just going to jack up shots, just like he did in the New Orleans series. And I just, I can't live with that if I'm, if I'm a fan. He's just a, and he doesn't play any defense either. People get on James Harden. This is what gets me so mad. People get on James Harden for not playing defense. There can be volumes and volumes of just YouTube, uh, I guess, uh, videos of Damian Lillard, not, him and CJ McCollum, not even attempting to play defense.
0: Okay, so how many points do you think that Damian Lillard averaged last year? A game
1: off the top of my head, I'd mm-hmm. probably say about 25 to 27 max.
0: Okay, 27 points a game. How many assists do you think averaged this mm-hmm. past season? I mean, maybe 6.9, 6.6. See,
1: I mean, I don't have to worry about in front of me. I just know this stuff. Hey,
0: those are those are those are good numbers, man. I mean, they're good numbers. Those are those are first team numbers. Like, I don't understand what was the uproar. I just for a man, Damian Litter's caliber. I could, if you don't like him, that's fine. But the uproar was just like, wow, really? He had a good season. He should be. He deserved to be first team. NBA. I mean,
1: a, you miss me though. He's a good player. But are we are we putting him in the ranks of? I never said that. Okay. I just want to be the way, player the, player way, player the way the way this
0: started was you, know, you, you said that I oddly have a affixation with Damian Little. I don't know where that, this came from. Dude. That's that's what I'm telling you because of the uproar. You know, I there's players you know that. If I know they work their butt off and they're playing hard and they're good model citizens, I'm like, okay, this is a good player. He should be first. I mean, he should, right? I mean, he had a good year. So but those numbers, I could, those no, numbers no, don't me,
1: reflect. No, no, this is what I'm saying. When I saw he was first team All-NBA, I was like, oh, wow. Just like many people's reaction, like, oh, wow, Damien Litter's on the list. We're all kind of taken aback. We thought there are other players who couldn't have gotten it. Okay, the name, name, why he was name there. the players. No, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back before we get there. The only reason why he was there, because we had a couple of injuries to key players. Kyrie, Steph. That's fine. Those guys That's fine. I mean, when they were playing, they were clearly first team. So, I mean, when we saw Damian litter's name, we're like, uh. It's like when you see somebody somewhere where like they got a shiny suit so on. So who
0: them. who should have been there instead of him based off this season? I would have said Steph could have been there over him. Easily. Easily. I don't know about that. And it's not, like I said, it's not because Steph is not that caliber player. He's an MVP caliber you know, we're player. We're talking about this season. I we're talking get about that, that. season, not right. I get that. And, and part of the reason why Steph might not be there is because he has so much other weapons around him. Damian Lillard and CJ McCulllen are the only weapons in Portland. So he gets a lot more opportunity. But that
1: should inflate your numbers. His numbers are good. They're not great.
0: That's fine. But it's not even... I never said that. Damian Lillard has never been in the discussion for MVP. Ever.
1: And neither should he. I don't (laughs) know. That's what I'm saying.
0: So I'm not necessarily saying that he's in the same category with Steph or Westbrook or even John Wall, who I'm not really a big fan of. But he's not in that category. All I'm saying is that he had a first team season I mean what's wrong with that even even your your reaction oh wow he's there that's that's okay reaction you can have a reaction but not oh wow he's there this is ludicrous (laughs) He should never be there why is he there now that's what kind of offended me about the whole thing I get that that's that's all it is so wow we went from boogie to that so with that being said do you think Damian Lillard would be a good addition to a Lakers team it's really only the Lakers The Rockets, and maybe two or three teams in the East, that if they make a couple of moves here or there, can even dream of competing. I mean, the Golden State.
1: And (laughs) you ask the question: What does a team in the NBA do to compete with the Warriors? You combine teams. Yeah, I'm not even playing.
0: So there's no, there's not one move. So if if. I'm Kawhi saying, Leonard goes to the
1: Lakers. I'm, no, nah, I'm saying like Houston Sprockets. Like, this ain't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is a joke? Combining teams, that's the only way you're going to win. That's the only way.
0: I disagree. I do think that if Kawhi Leonard does happen to get a trade and goes to the Lakers, I do think that, that could they can compete with the Golden State Warriors. Offensively, that team would be so solid. Rondo plays defense, Right. Yeah. LeBron's going to play defense. You, you know Kawhi Leonard's going to play defense. That team matched up with Golden State, they have a chance.
1: They're just not going to score enough. They're not. I mean, it's just, you know, as a fan of the game, we're kind of di- – can you believe we're going to go into the season? I'm going to be rooting for anybody and everybody to beat the, the, the Warriors. So that means I may end up be rooting for the Lakers, the Los Angeles lakers
0: you hear, that, you, hear that, <laughs> you hear that
1: you hear that i mean i mean you're just looking for anybody to beat them and with them getting boogie it's to the point at, i mean i'm not gonna lie i was looking up all the rules when they got boogies so, is there a way that adam silver can veto this i know he can't but i was looking up the rules i was able like, to like bro this cannot be right but now i'm over that so Realistically, what team has a chance? I mean, you give the Rockets a punch chance, right? Maybe, depending on what they do. They're maxed out as far as money. They're still trying to sign Clint Capella. We'll see what they do with that. Um, you're looking at Oklahoma City Thunder. They signed Raymond Felton recently. They're looking at a $300 million payroll.
0: $300 million to be out in the first round. Come on, bro. <laughs> That team, I don't think that team's gonna be out. I think it's gonna be a different OKC team this year as opposed to last year. They're gonna play a lot longer together. They have an offseason together as well. Mm-hmm. I do think that Paul George and Washer West will play a lot better together. I think Paul George hasn't improved. I read that. I think you're gonna see a man possessed next year.
1: That's He's great. A, I mean I that's, think, I, hey, you you might see that. But there's still a three hundred million dollar payroll team.
0: I'm not that I, will be I, out in the first round. I don't think it'll be out in the first <laughs> oh, round. But first
1: round. of all, they had some wholesale changes they need to make. Number one, they didn't get rid of Melo.
0: Melo has to go. No, but you got their season last year changed drastically when, yeah. when they lost Andre Roberson.
1: <laughs> but this is my thing. I'm just I agree with you. But I'm just saying. If your team is depending but on Andre Roberson, it was Roberson. the defense.
0: But I get that, and but, he was and he's this perfect. is no, he's this perfect. He's perfect. This team. is
1: no knock on Andre Roberson. But if you're really dependent on Andre
0: Roberson, then you're not that good of a team. I'm the same. Let's just call they it. They will be a lot more competitive in the first round. That yeah, last they would have been. Competitive. That's what I'm saying. They'll be on s- the first round.
1: They, they still they, will. They'll be a lot more competitive though. It won't look as bad. That's all. It, will. it won't It will be as ugly.
0: If they have a healthy Andre Robeson and they have Paul George playing at an elite level, they're going to get the first round. I believe they will get the first round. I really do.
1: I mean, that's 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 high hopes right there. That's called high hopes because I don't see that for that team. I mean, do I think Russ Westbrook and Paul George will have better seasons? Yeah, but they had really good seasons last year. Their numbers were fine. There was nothing wrong with their numbers. Their season
0: numbers. was okay last year.
1: He averaged a triple-double no, last I'm just, I'm
0: just saying as a team, they had an okay season last year. They had an year. okay
1: season because they're an okay team.
0: <laughs> That's why. No pun intended, right? No
1: pun intended. That's literally what it is, for real.
0: You're going to see a different Paul George next year. I'm not big on Carmelo. I think he's done. Like, put a fork in that Carmelo. Cat, that cat is done. <laughs> he is done. He Carmelo is done. is done, bro. He is done. I am, the, the, the Rock is dodged a bull about on that one. Even though I, I never wanted him in the first place. But at a certain point, I, yeah, I was like, man, come on, bring Carmelo over. Yeah. I am so happy that we have nothing to do with Carmelo. Okay, so
1: Carmelo, let's say he gets bought out. And oh I would, God, I would please, think there no. are two teams: Rockets, Houston, Lakers, Lakers. Right? Um, I don't know if Chris Paul's like, hey, brother, you know,
0: you remember what traded? <laughs> remember traded? Where you wore the Spurs jersey? And you try to get good karma yeah. for the Spurs. I was the same thing. I remember wearing Lakers jersey <laughs> <laughs> to get good karma. Pick up Melo. Pick up oh, Melo. Damn. We 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 want nothing to do with Carmelo. Anthony. No, that's not true. I think if he's willing
1: to come off the bench. Do you think Carmelo's going to be willing to go off the bench? I mean, at this point, he has to look in
0: the mirror, No bro. way. He has to look he, in the mirror. He thinks he is an all-star caliber player still. That's what the <laughs> man thinks. <laughs> That's what he thinks, bro. I don't know why, though.
1: I really don't <laughs> like know why. Just, he's knocking off the bench. I mean, he's so bad. He's so bad. And, and I hate knocking him, but he's so— there. You know, there's certain players you watch, and you think to yourself, man, if I get in the court, I think I can beat this guy to the basket. I feel that way when I watch Carmelo Anthony. He looks so slow, but the thing with him is, if he recognizes his role, we keep coming back to this. Know your role. If he comes off the bench and has a specific time
0: to go get buckets, he could be fine anywhere. He just has to realize that. He's not going to realize that. I mean, if let's just say they buy him out, LeBron has a talk with him one on one. Hey, bro, you got to come off the bench. This would be great for your career. Come off the bench. Just imagine we go to OKC, we win. We go to Houston, we win. And it's because you're coming off the bench and you're making big shots. People are going to remember you for that.
1: See, I don't see LeBron having that conversation with them. It's well, much as not I love LeBron. LeBron. So what's LeBron going to say? it's well, the thing, though? Come to the team, you're a starter. That's the thing, though. That's what LeBron would do because LeBron is not a great evaluator of talent. I'm starting to come to that conclusion.
0: Have you just now figured yeah, that out? I mean, like, he, he's not a great evaluator you already talent. know that most of these moves he's making is because – of him.
1: Well, I don't know about the L.A. I think in L.A. they said we're running the team. I think he's literally chilling in L.A.
0: But well, that, like I've said before a million times in this podcast, there has never been a team specifically built around LeBron James. Yeah. And that would be his downfall in the long run. If that, were, if that were to ever happen, like a team that was specifically built around him, it doesn't necessarily have to be superstars. Yeah, LeBron James would have more than three championships right now.
1: Yeah. Easily. Unfortunately, I mean, it comes to a point where you're so talented, it's hard to do that. Because let's go back. With Iverson, not that Iverson's not talented, it was so obvious what you needed to do. You need to play defense, and you need guys to knock down shots. So it's easy. It's very simple. But that's the
0: same thing you need with LeBron. It's just on a higher level. Yeah. Can you? It, he doesn't even need really necessarily superstars to play around him. All he needs is players that are going to knock down shots. He needs
1: Trevor Reese's bases.
0: And play some defense. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, in the point guard that they have right now, Rajon Rondo, unless LeBron James really wants to play off the ball, Rajon Rondo and LeBron James are not going to fit together. I don't see it happening. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. Rondo can't shoot a jump shot for his life. Yeah. He has no three-point shot. I read somewhere where um, someone was talking about Lonzo Ball, LeBron James... And um, Rondo on the, on the court at the same time.
1: That's, that's God forbid. And
0: he was commentating. He was commentating. <laughs> he was like, LeBron James drives the hole, kicks out to the ball. Ball drives the hole, kicks out to Rondo. Rondo drives to the hole, kicks out to LeBron. This keeps on kicking out. Kira, <laughs> kira, kira. This passes all over the place. That's what you can be looking at. I mean, L- Lonzo is done. He's gone. I don't see how see, they I the scenario. How... So what, he's going to the bench?
1: Well, I think they're going to compete. And Rondo's going to win <laughs> that competition. But this is the thing, though. There's two pieces to that. A, they want Rondo to mentor him. Maybe. Because everybody, all around the league, all you hear is how Rondo's so smart. He breaks down defense. It's kind of like how LeBron does. He breaks it down before you do it. So maybe they're just trying to groom Lonzo. Because anybody who watches Lonzo knows there's something special in him. You just got to get it out before he gets to the point where it doesn't even matter. His potential is pretty much washed away. But if that's not the case, and they made the move for Rondo to get rid of Lonzo Ball, I mean, you need to get rid of him now. Like, right now. <laughs> There's no time to wait. Right. That's why you hear multiple reports how Balls Camp leaked that knee injury to keep him in LA. If that's the case, LeVar Ball's a genius. Can you imagine seeing Rondo come? I'm like, all right, cool. Leak it. Leak it. Because <laughs> my boy's staying in LA. So you have Rondo and you have Lonzo Ball on the team. Bill Walton's going to need to be strong headed. He's gonna to need to know exactly what he's doing. If he doesn't, they are going to no. run him out. He's
0: of town. he's he's gonna be out of town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, he is not gonna be ha- be able to handle that circus because that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a circus. Rondo is a hot head as well. Yeah, that boy is a hot head. It looks all good now. Then you have Lance Stevenson there as well. It's 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 a lot going on in that in L.A. It's gonna be a circus. If they can find a way for that team to gel together. Oh man! And there's even reports now that Ka- um, Kawhi Leonard doesn't even want to go to LA. There have been some reports about that he doesn't want to play with I've a super that. team. I've, I've seen, seen that. some of that. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see. He might just stay in San Antonio after the everything's Tom said and not done. In San Antonio. He might just stay no in San way. Antonio. I,
1: I would be floored. Floored he stayed in San Antonio. I think his time is done.
0: He you comes can't... to Houston. It can't happen. Yeah, it's not
1: happen. <laughs> even the biggest Rockets fans knows that's not
0: going to happen. That would be great though. I just, there's just so much stuff going on right now. You know, this, the boogie thing, then you got Jimmy Butler over here. He's saying he wants to leave all of a sudden. You got the stuff going on in LA. The LA thing is just one big circus.
1: So this leads me to the conclusion that, and we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. I think the pendulum has swung too far. I'm a big proponent on players moving around. I just am. Players have the power. It's a player driven league. As much as people hate it, I mean, we want to see stars playing together. We do. I just don't want to see five stars on the floor at the same time. That's what I don't want to see. Two, three max. I'm cool with that. But the pendulum has swung to the point where players, even in the middle of contracts, like, I'm done. Goodbye. You know what I'm saying? It's like teams have no power. But the question then becomes, what do you do? I think maybe you have certain clauses and contracts. I don't know what it is but the problem is it gets to the point where it becomes kind of like the NFL where it's too restrictive and it's kind of cringe worthy sometimes watching the NFL's like they're just tagging guys like they're cattle. Oh, you're not going nowhere. You're cattle. You stay here. You run and jump when I tell you to run and jump. You know what I mean? It's kind of uncomfortable. But with the NBA, it's like, it's just, it's a little too much. It's gone too far to the point where fans can't even root or enjoy your teams. If you're a fan of Phoenix, I guess now you got something to root for. But there's so many organizations now where
0: it's just like, what do you want me to root for here? Right. But the difference, or what? The NFL, there's so many more players in the NFL as opposed to the NBA. Also, in the NFL, there's not as many stars. Quarterbacks are really the only position where you can be that big star. The Aaron Rodgers, the Peyton Mannings, the, the Brent Farbs, you know, Cam Newtons. And then you have other players that are so low on the spectrum where they're, they're okay with that. I'm cattle. That's fine. Just pay me my money. Yeah. The NBA is not like that. Okay. And then the players in the NFL, they're not as popular. You can see an NFL player walking here right now. Like, who are you? Yeah. I don't know who you are. As opposed to NBA player, even if this is a lower end player, like, oh, you play for the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. You're gonna know. So that's kind of where the difference is as well. Is it gonna change anytime soon? I don't think it's gonna change anytime soon. I think it's gonna be like this for a while, and the players are just gonna have they're gonna have most of the power in the NBA from here on out.
1: I mean, I think that's fine as long as there's some form of competitive balance. And with the Warriors pushing to the point where I mean, it's fine to go into a season with. Two, three, four favorites, but to go into a season asking yourself, okay, are they going to win seventy games or eighty games, and how quickly are going to are they going to win their championship? I think that's pushing the boundaries of just competitiveness in general.
0: But it's it's always been like this, like you said. There always have been the powerhouses, but even with there being those powerhouses, I can remember, you know, the Bulls, even in the East, they play some pretty competitive basketball. Yeah, the, that, those Indiana Pacer teams with Reggie Miller, they were. Putting them to the brink, not necessarily the brink, but they were pushing them. Those New York Knicks teams, they were pushing them. Orlando, Orlando, they were pushing them. You know, even when the Lakers were there, the Houston Rockets, when they had um, the Twin Towers, they were pushing them a little bit. They beat them a couple of times yeah. to go to the finals. Boston, they were being pushed, but we, they knew that teams, certain teams were going to the finals, but you still had hope for those Atlanta Hawk teams had Dominique Wilkins. You're like, you know, there's, there's a little bit of hope there. There's mm. a glimmer of hope. You know, you had hope for those Detroit Piston teams who actually won back-to-back championships. In this day and age, there's, there's no, hope. no
1: hope. Like you were talking about your boy Dame Dollar, whatever they call him.
0: He has no hope. No, he doesn't. I mean, it's... <laughs> and and, and he, that's he why to... they're thinking in their heads, I need to leave. Right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I understand that. That I get. So the NBA needs to do something. They either go to a... Maybe they go just go to a hard cap. Because you don't have to pay the luxury tax now, so it's kind of a farce. If your owner's willing to pay it, then it's really not a salary cap. They just run right through the luxury tax. But what if they go to a, just a straight hard cap where you can't go into the luxury tax? At that point, I mean, the Warriors still exist with Draymond and, and, and Steph and Clay because they drafted those guys. I get that. But you're not getting KD. You're, you're not getting, getting KD. No more cupcake championships for you. For you or Boogie Cousins, because let's be real, Boogie Cousins is gonna go get a ring and then we'll see what else happens with his career. I mean, that's what it's become though. It's no longer let me go work for a championship. These young guys come to the league are like, look, while I'm 21, 22, let me go get a ring and then I'll spend then I'll be Paul George and take a big deal with the SAR team and not so much being my, you know what I'm saying? Let's go take that big contract. That's what they're doing now. So
0: you don't think that this situation is maybe just the stars just aligned a certain way and it's the perfect storm for the Golden State Warriors? Because we're talking about this like this is – it's just really one team. It's the Golden State Warriors and that's it. If they didn't draft the players that they drafted, maybe there still is some parity in the NBA.
1: And you know what's so funny to me though? What's that? <laughs> Remember how a couple of uh, – Podcast guy said, Sam Presti gets way too much credit as a GM. They had three MVPs on their team. They are supposed to be the Golden State Warriors. And they didn't want to pay for it because they didn't want to go to the luxury checks. Well, 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 wait, though. Now they're paying $300 million. That's true. How stupid How, are you?
0: That, that's, I mean, Really? Look, look, in hindsight, it's very easy to say all the things that you're saying. It really is. Even with that OKC team, I think Russell Westbrook is a phenomenal athlete. I really do. I think he's a wonderful basketball player. But for that team to have been a dynasty, I think that was a player you had to get rid of. Russell Westbrook is not a natural point guard. He was a shooting guard to start off with. He had to transition to a point guard, which I think he's done a marvelous job doing. But he does not make other players around him better. It doesn't matter. I understand that. But – but. I really cannot see a situation. James Harden wasn't going to start. He was going to come off the bench with that team. The thing is, I think eventually he would have started on that Okay, so he would have been what? The shooting guard. And then Russell Beck would have been the point guard. Who cares? I I don't know if he would have developed like that. I I don't know. I think it would have. Because there are certain
1: games in the playoffs. I remember they played the Spurs. It was James Harden who closed that series. He closed the Spurs himself. You can tell; it's like this dude is growing, and then it fell apart versus LeBron. But it's okay. When you watch that team, they were so good, they were going to win. It was just that simple. That eventually it was going to happen. I, just didn't I, want to I can I
0: it. can agree with you because I'm starting to look back at what was going on. I think there's one man and one man only that is to blame for the failures of OKC. Okay, that man, I'm sorry to say, is Scotty Brooks. If he would have been a better coach in that finals, because when you watch game one, because OKC won game one against Miami, it looked like oh, this is not even close. Yeah, they blew the doors. So. They blew the door. They're like this is not even close. Then after that, coaching was
1: coaching to do was with, with it. destroyed him. It
0: was that. not even close.
1: They put Braun in the post, and that was it. And no who hands. was
0: holding LeBron in the post? James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah, that's a mismatch from hell. Yeah, there's no way James Harden has any business <laughs> holding LeBron James in the post. Not only do you do that, you take away from James Harden's offensive game because he has to exert all his energy on LeBron James. On a guy
1: he can't even hold. He can't. It's like <laughs> it's like
0: even, there's no point in putting him on that on him. Like none. So I do blame I mean, Scotty Brooks is he won, he helped us win championships here in Houston back in the day. I love Scotty Brooks, but I think that was the beginning you of the year. You can
1: edit. blame Scotty. I blame um Presty all the way. He made all the wrong decisions. Paydy Baca didn't pay Harden. Traded, uh, what's his name, Green for Perkins to beat the Lakers, who were already old. I can go
0: days getting on Sam press. That was another perfect storm to me. Like, the way they got together, and it was just like a perfect storm of them dissembling. Because if not for Miami or the coaching, they might have won a championship. We're having a different type of conversation right now. It's a what if. They have three MVPs westbrook durant and harden and they're not on the same teams i mean i don't know
1: i mean it's sad but ultimately i think that was the birth of the warriors in and of itself in many ways because i think if that teams together we don't even know i mean we curry's great
0: no, so he the, the, makes the, warriors already, the warriors were already winning championships before that right before well i'm saying
1: if okc doesn't break up I don't think there is a Warriors. I think OKC is the Well, Warriors.
0: They're, they're probably there's probably a rivalry. Cause the, the Warriors will still have their core
1: their core three. Yeah.
0: They'll yeah. still have Draymond Green. But don't, don't Clay Thompson. But don't forget.
1: Westbrook and Durant were not could have, but should, they they beat should that have. They should have beat that team. Minus James Harden. Right. That's, they should have beat that team. That's minus James So Harden. that
0: was the beginning of the real <laughs> problem <laughs> that we have now. Cause look, no one expected Kevin Durant to go to the Golden State Warriors after that. Like, who does that? You're up 3-1. You lose against a team. You know what? If I can't beat them, I'm going to join them. Yeah, That's what happened. So anyway, we're talking about MVPs, right? They had three MVPs on their team. Who do you think we're looking at as the MVP next year?
1: I think there are a couple of players. Right. I think Anthony Davis, depending on their record. So like I said earlier, it can go one of two ways. If they're solid – you know, middling team, four, five seed, six seed, something like that. The way he's going to have to play to get them there, he'll have to be in the conversation. That that's for me. That's he's one player I'm certain will be in the conversation if they're a solid team. Like I said, it can go bad though, and he can be asking to get out. Another player is Kyrie Irving. A lot of people are not thinking about him. If he's healthy and he comes back with that squad, he's going to be the best player on a team that could potentially have the best player, I mean, the best record in that conference. He's another player. Um, My dark horse. Before I mention my favorite, who is it? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Oh my goodness! That dude can ball. He can ball. That dude. He can. And he has a swagger too. Like, look at me. He could win something like that. You
0: know who's going to win MVP next year? He is the best player right now in the Eastern Conference. Since LeBron left, he's the best player in the Eastern Conference. Number thirty-four, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. God. Giannis. Oh, my God. Yes. He will be the MVP next year. How does Trey say it? Mark the tape. <laughs> Mark the tape. Giannis, I can't pronounce his last name. the the Antetokounmpo will be MVP next year in that Milwaukee Bucks team. They're going to make a run. They're going to be maybe second.
1: Oh, they have a new coach there, too. They have a new coach. Okay. Yeah. They're
0: going to be like second or third in the Eastern Conference. He's going to carry that team. And there he's gonna win MVP next year. He's the best player right now in the Eastern Conference. It's not Joel Embiid. Better than Embiid. He's not. Look, better than Kyrie. What? Okay, right now it's arguable. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not 100 percent over that hump, yeah, right? Don't, no, no I'm, not, I'm not. I'm Man. not saying. I'm not and saying there's
1: that. no need to be. What's the thing you are saying? we need some drug tests before we take
0: it to the shows? We need a drug test. That is not a far gone conclusion, sir. It's not. You can you can argue. That Giannis is the best player in the East right now. It's not crazy. Have you seen Have you seen what this boy can do? No, he can, seen, he can he, ball. He, he can ball. There's yeah. no doubt about that. If he develops a jump shot, That's a what consistent I was
1: about to say. jump shot. That's what I was about to say.
0: If he can develop a consistent, he's basically LeBron. That's what he's going to be. Mm. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes,
1: bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm big on Giannis. I don't know if I'm big on Giannis like you are. I think I, you're really high on him.
0: I, I am right now. I mean, you know, I, I think that. With the new coaching and the way the East is going, people are kind of forgetting about the M- Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, I mean, I
1: wasn't thinking about them to be honest. Right,
0: right, because they they did they took who's was it was it uh, Boston Boston to seven. Manhattan. Okay, that was a horrible series. It man. was a horrible was, series. It but it it, let's way. be honest, most of the series that the Boston Celtics played in were horrible. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> most of the play- games in the Eastern Conference in general yeah, were pretty bad. Yeah, you know, there were a couple of good games here and there where with um. Cleveland, and Toronto.
1: No. Was oh, game one was, game was one. That was, was good. Pre- pretty good. And then the end was sad. Yeah, it was very sad was for over. Toronto. Yeah, yes, it was over.
0: So, but anyway, I think Giannis, I think he's the MVP next so year. So, he's your pick.
1: He's my pick right let's now. Let's do it like this then. So, I, well, let's do an Eastern Conference pick and Western Conference pick. So, cool. your Eastern Conference pick is Giannis. If that's a pick smart in the East, I'm taking probably Joel. Okay. Joel Embiid. Okay. And my Western Conference, I think I'm going to give it to Harden again. I really will, because when you look at that team, uh-uh. okay, let's, okay, you can do it uh-uh. how you want to, but listen to me though. Listen to this.
0: I love James Harden, but I don't think so.
1: The reason why I think he has a chance to get it again is, I mean, I mean, if you're going to pick somebody, it's obviously LeBron. Right. I mean, LeBron is the clear guy. If you want going to pick somebody, but I'm going to avoid that. I'm not going to pick LeBron. I'm going to give you Harden for this reason. Nobody from the Golden State is going to win it. That team is too loaded. They're just not going to win it. And then the only other player in the West you can really think about that has a chance to lead their team to a good enough record because the West is not like the East. Only other player who's going to be on the fringe getting is Anthony Davis, like we talked about earlier. Everybody else, you better have a really raw team. So who else is really going to challenge him to get it?
0: Oh, this is this is where I'm going to disagree with your point. James Harden won it, right? Part of the reason that you won it is because he came in second place. The two years. That's nonsense. That I think that's part of the you Houston reason I fans wanted. close your ears. I'm sorry. This is no, nonsense. No, no. Houston look look. Houston fans know what I'm talking about. The previous two years he came in second. Okay. He had an MVP season. Don't get me wrong. He had an MVP season. He did. So people were like, there's no way we're not giving him an MVP this year. He's clearly MVP. But there's something about James Harden that just doesn't sit well with people. And I think they figured it out this year. And I think it's just going to be impossible for him to get back-to-back MVPs. I I just don't think people are going to allow it. I don't care what kind of season he has. They just look at this guy as being, he doesn't have it. That's what I think. And LeBron is in the West. And LeBron's going to be on the Lakers. LeBron has it locked up already. If if, if there's going to be anybody in the West, it's going to be LeBron or, like you said, Anthony Davis. LeBron, I can guarantee you this right now. James Harden will not be second place. Third place or fourth place in the voting next year in MVP, mm. he's gonna be five down.
1: Well, I think if that's the case, Rockets have probably had a bad season.
0: I'm not gonna necessarily say that. I think James Harden is still gonna. I think, look, if you look at the numbers, James Harden's seasons have not been that much different, number wise, not no, that much. much. No, not that. Not much. that much. But I agree. Like right? I said, the only wins the wins, the wins that were a difference, right? The wins were their difference. They finished number one. And add to the fact that he didn't win the previous two years, people were like, "This guy's MVP." Look at Russell Westbrook; he got a triple double again, right? Didn't he? Yeah. He didn't win it. That's yeah, a, that because, was the main reason he won it
1: because their team was really
0: garbage. Their, their team is really garbage. But they were bad. LeBron teams was, was bad too. But he should have won MVP this year. Le- if you, if Over if you, if you James Harden. No, I'm talking about you. Put in the playoffs. If you put in that playoff run, LeBron James hands down was MVP. It's not even close. Really and truly, but then you could even the playoff, argue. So. You could even argue that the playoff MVP for the Rockets was not even James Harden. I
1: mean, you're not going to argue that. It was Chris Paul. But there's nothing to argue about. There's
0: that. people that will argue that for some who reason. Who is going to argue that? James Harden fans will argue
1: <laughs> that. Those are people that will argue that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Don't, who's I argue love that. my Rockets. I love James Harden. But you got to look at it for what it's worth. Chris Paul was a real MVP of the playoffs. James Harden was MVP of the regular season. It's a regular season award. That's what we're talking about. So I, I do think that. that look. It's going to be Giannis, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and you you're I do think the Warriors have a chance to have an MVP there. I think Kevin Durant can win MVP. I think that with all the stuff that's going on, when you have Boogie Cousins on your team and you have that core there, he can, if, if they just mm-hmm. let's say just, they just start off on fire. 16-0. Something crazy like that. It's not crazy, though. <laughs> what you, he's moving his hands like a, something crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not crazy. Yes. But, okay, something that would be normal for Golden State to do, I guess, with the talent that they have there. People are going to start saying, it does depend on what all the other teams are doing, but people are going to start saying, you know, Kevin Durant might be the most valuable player this year. No, that's, that's crazy to say. No, sir.
1: No. No. It's crazy <laughs> to say,
0: no. but – it could happen. I'm just saying that James Harden will not come anywhere close to being voted MVP next I'm year. I'm
1: surprised you haven't named your boy Damian Lillard yet.
0: That's because he's on the garbage team. Oh, okay. Lillard, And I, I already told you, Damian Lillard has never, ever been mentioned for MVP. My whole argument is that it was not that ludicrous for him to be the first team in the NBA. It wasn't ludicrous at all. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking like that? Do
1: I just, you uh, smell something? I, no, I just you, – You're making this space like you smell – No, I'm just – I food. don't know why we're talking about Damon Lillard so much. I, I can't
0: I, – I truly don't get it. Let me tell you something right now. If the Lakers were to – Well, they're not going to do it now. They have Rondo and Ball. Damon Lillard is stuck. He can't go nowhere. I mean, where are we going to go that's going to be any different from Portland right now?
1: I mean, they might as well go make their own super team. Aren't Kyrie and Jimmy Butler talking about that oh, going they to they New are. York? Just but that's, make not, that's not a
0: super team. team. It's not. <laughs> I don't, know. I, don't think, I hope Jimmy Butler doesn't think that he's on the same level.
1: No, I, I, you know what I think? I think Jimmy Butler's talking him up and Kyrie's like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Kyrie's not going to do that. That would be a joke. But Jimmy Butler would have fit nicely with the Rockets. Oh, he would be a hell of a fit. He would be fit quite Ooh, nicely with the Rockets. That would be perfect. That would be absolutely perfect. So that's a move right there. If Jimmy Butler were to find some way to leave Minnesota and go to Houston and they keep Clint Capella – that team, with Boogie, all-out Boogie, I believe they can hang. With oh, the they, they be,
1: at that point, they will be able to hang. Because at that point, you're essentially replacing Areza with Butler, right? I mean, at that point, you're, you're, you're a solid team. At that point, with a healthy Chris Paul, I agree with you. Even but can, with it, can
0: we get Jimmy Butler? No, can We can't get him anyway, no. so it's, no. it's, a, it's a dream.
1: I mean, I, I couldn't imagine Minnesota trading. I mean, we'll give him Ryan
0: Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> one is taking Ryan Anderson. With that contract? Two years nobody, 42 million dollars. Nobody is taking Ronnie Anderson anywhere. That's like giving them cancer. I don't want it.
1: <laughs> and you know the sad part? Rhino's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's I mean, he's come here, he's done his role, he's shot threes. He hasn't been has he
0: really done his role? He, uh, uh, not seen? really.
1: Not really. But they ain't really give him a chance. They, they put, put him short. out there, they put him out there and gain seven to get cooked by Curry.
0: Can't that, can't was, that, that was a pivotal point of yeah, the game. Yeah, that's on D'Antoni. That's <laughs> not <on Ryan laughs> what Addison. he was thinking. He almost broke his damn ankle. <laughs> I guess Curry. Did you see that? He didn't get to warm up, though. <laughs> <No. laughs> that's no excuse. Curry <laughs> broke that boy. Curry was foaming at the mouth. When he when saw, him, he saw
1: Ryan have, Once he saw Ryan, he just said, Kevin <laughs> Ray, give, me give me the ball. No he picks. He was like, give me, give me, give me, give me no picks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he destroyed Ryan Anderson. Yeah. it. In that moment, Ryan Anderson was like, why did I become a professional basketball player? That's why we was thinking. If I
1: was Ryan Anderson, why would you put him on the floor right now? Why did y'all play me like that? So this?
0: you think it would have been better if D'Antoni looked Ryan Anderson's way and said, come in. And Ryan Anderson looked like, nah, coach, I'm going to sit down here on the bench.
1: Yeah, he should have pulled uh, a Rodney Hood right there. Like, nah, I'm not coming in,
0: coach. Just, oh, just stay on the bench. Yeah. I'm not he coming in, He should have done coach. that. He should have pulled, pulled Rodney Hood. That would have been great.
1: I mean, it don't matter, though. I can't even think of another player on the bench who wouldn't have gotten cooked. It would have been Joe Johnson getting cooked
0: then. Not as bad as Ryan Anderson, though.
1: I mean, it wouldn't have looked as bad, aesthetically, yeah. like with his feet moving, but it would have been the same result.
0: The thing is about Ryan Anderson, though, is you got to give him credit because he tried hard. Mm-hmm. You can see Joe Johnson going out there. He's like, I'm not going to. Look like a fool over here. So he's going he's gonna to play it <laughs> off a little bit. He's going to do his little thing. He's not going to get cooked like that. That's what made it worse. That's though. exactly. Because you
1: can see the effort of Ryan Anderson. I bet he was thinking, I'm coming here.
0: We play basketball, yeah, right? Yeah. You get cooked your worst Yeah. when you're actually trying, really trying When you're trying. And I that, you're like, you know what? I'm going to chill for a second. Yep. That's what Ryan Anderson did yep. I'm going to chill, man. All right. So one more thing I want to get your opinion about before we bounce. Um, your boy, Dwight Howard my boy that's your boy nah, he <laughs> <laughs> he's in washington now um we haven't really talked about that team at all we've talked about john wall a couple of times they have um bradley bill as well now they add the addition of um the howard are they a contender in the east does that help them out at all
1: like i said in the last podcast i think everybody's a contender in the east
0: you don't, think, you don't think the, the the Boston Celtics are
1: way? I think they're favorites, but like I said, man, they haven't done anything.
0: What have they not done? They
1: have. I mean, they're a good team. Last year, that.
0: they went to the Eastern Conference That's Finals. That's
1: fine. That's great. But at the end of the day, when you have a player like LeBron, it's so difficult. And you know, like, okay, we're not going to beat LeBron.
0: So, so the Rockets didn't do anything last year either.
1: No, that was the finals. It's different though. No,
0: there's th- a difference. Th- th- the Rockets went to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They people thought, you know, they're not going to be Golden State, right? That was a and consensus. I agree with that, but there are moments. The same thing with Boston. There's a
1: difference, though. There are moments in that series where I thought the Rockets going to win. When I was watching that Game Seven, there's not a point in the game I was like, before you know what? Game Seven, seven. before okay, Game, game six. Seven,
0: you thought the you the Boston Celtics had opportunity to win that series. But did you really ever think they're going to? When Jason Tatum dunked on LeBron James' face. Yes, during that Game 7. Yeah, I thought, okay, (laughs) Boston's going to win this series. That's fine. I did. That's fine.
1: You you and Trey had this fascination with Boston. Everybody across the country does, and I just don't know why yet. When it comes time for me to anoint them, I'll anoint them. That's fine. You
0: want to anoint them? I don't know why. Just take a look at what they did, Chris. Uh, Hey, look, I'm not— Kyrie Irving and Hayward Gordon, their premier— pre-agents that they signed were both hurt yeah they were had nothing to do with the playoff run yeah. nothing yeah before the playoff run started if you would have told me that they were going to go to the eastern conference finals and lose the seven against lebron james I'm like wow that, that's a pretty good playoff run for that team yeah. it, it, it's a good without playoff those run. two players but
1: this is the question you asked though you said do i think they're the favorites yes i think they're the favorites with philly but I don't think they're LeBron-type favorites. They're just favorites. There's a, When you're a LeBron-type favorite, it's like, yeah, you're the favorite. Or a Warrior-type favorite, you're the favorite, and you're getting
0: it. But LeBron wasn't a favorite last year to win.
1: You keep saying this nonsense. He wasn't. Okay, 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 okay. Let, 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 let's,
0: put, let's put it this way. They weren't that far and above everybody else, as opposed to what Boston is this year. Yeah, I agree. It showed the same thing.
1: It showed. It showed. With LeBron, they're not being a head and shoulders better than everybody else, but they still got to the finals. My point. My whole point is... Boston are favorites. I don't know why you can't just be happy with that. I don't, I'm not calling them consensus going to the finals is going to happen. That's okay, all I'm okay. saying is I don't think it's 100%. Okay, so the Boston think, is a favorite. I think Boston and Philly are favorites. You had teams like Milwaukee, Washington, Toronto, who I think is should be added to the favorite list. I think they're really three favorites, Toronto, uh, Philly, and Boston. And I think teams like Milwaukee and Washington are right there.
0: Yeah, people talk about the West, and what that playoff run is going to look like. The East is going to be pretty competitive as well. Yeah,
1: it's going to be, it's going to be competitive. But is it's not going to the be same ugly. level.
0: Yeah, it's going to be ugly yeah. basketball like it was last year. It, it was ugly basketball, man.
1: I mean, the West wasn't really great either. No, 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 no.
0: no. The West man, wasn't great. I, it thought, was, it was, no, no, I but, thought there
1: was only one... Maybe two good series in an the entire playoffs.
0: Yeah, there was the Golden State Rockets series. That
1: was a good series. And I think the uh, Indiana Cleveland series, at first series was, was pretty good.
0: That was pretty good. I, I do think that the New Orleans and Golden State series was pretty good as well. Yeah, I do. I, do. I, I thought it was okay. I mean, even though New Orleans lost in five. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good series. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought it was a pretty good series. I mean, that's fine. Maybe I was just hoping that it would be a good series or something. I don't know, <laughs> but I thought it was pretty good series. But all the other series were not that good at all. They were, they were whack. There were a couple They're of bad. games here and there. I think there was one game, Philly and Boston. That was a pretty good game. The one where he hit the shot. Oh, uh, yeah. We thought it was a three pointer, yeah, 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 but it yeah. wasn't a three pointer. That was a pretty good game. Yeah, right there.
1: They played a good game in that series. So and we
0: totally was... just totally just eluded the question.
1: I'm not done, Dwight. I still want to get that point out with Dwight. My point with the Dwight Howard, I was a little disappointed when I saw you signed with the, the Wizards. Because, like I said, they're not even a favorite in the East. They're a contender. They're a dark horse, kind of. I was kind of hoping he would go to a team in the West that he would have a real chance of winning. But when you look at the landscape, clearly he wouldn't come back to Houston, right? And he's not
0: going <laughs> back to L.A. either. He ain't
1: going back to L.A. So the only time he really had a chance of going to is the Warriors. I don't know if they communicate in any way. They probably were talking with Dwight. And they said, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Book, he's <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll put
1: you on hold, homie. Hey, Dwight.
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll call you back, okay? What, what, what? No, no. We'll call you. Don't call us. Yeah.
1: So I think, yeah, I think at that point he didn't have any other destination. So my disappointment, I guess, really shouldn't be at him. I think the whale just dried up. So he went to the next best option, which was the Wizards. Um, Given the background that he's had, that he's not the greatest teammate. I don't know if that's the best locker room for him to go to, because there's always been rumors and reports that John Wall and Bill Kind of get at it. And then when they go at it, they kind of look like the rest of the team, like they're scrubs. I think that can be, that can just be a horrible, horrible situation in Washington. I think it can go south very, very, very fast.
0: So who do you think is a better teammate, Dwight Howard or Boogie Cousins? Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Boogie's a better teammate because as much as people say he's toxic, he's really only toxic to reporters. I haven't seen him do anything. I haven't heard a teammate come out and say he's been a problem in the locker room. Really think about it. Because reporters are the ones that put out the rhetoric because they write about the players. He's nasty to reporters. I have not heard a single report about Boogie Cousins being nasty to a teammate.
0: I I can agree with that. But it's it's not just about your direct interactions with your teammates. It's the things you do on the court. Have you ever played with somebody that... Complains about every foul. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying. That's what Boogie Cousins does. I can see Trey doing that,
1: <laughs> yo. I can see Trey doing it. <laughs> oh that. my god.
0: Trey. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it gets annoying after a while. In, but getting back to the White Howard, that team, I can see them. They've really underachieved for so many years now. Mm-hmm. They have been that team that people have thought they're going to take the next step, and they just haven't d- done it. The White Howard is not going to take them there.
1: Let me ask you a question. This popped in my head. What do you think is a better combo, Bradley Bill, John Wall, or Demar Derozan and uh, Lowry? Ooh. Because I think they're both kind of on the same level, the and you would expect level. them to be. You know, I think the Toronto Raptors have obviously achieved a little more.
0: A little more. A little more. But not much. Not much. And they've had way worse disappointments, right? It's 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 the same. Yeah. There is no. They're both on the same level. Both those combinations, both those duos have to prove something this upcoming year. It's do or die next year, basically. I agree. Um, they can't proclaim themselves to be the best backcourt in the NBA. We all know it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, There's two backcourts in the West that are way, way better. Yeah, Not even close. Um, which, which duo has the potential to take it up a notch? John Wall and Bradley Beal. Of course, John Wall is a world class basketball player. Yeah. He's probably the best basketball player out of so. Even though I think Demar Derozan is
1: the more complete player, more complete player, well, he knows his game more. Right, yeah. right.
0: Um, I think that if you let's say you can switch and match, let's say you put John Wall and Derozan in the same backcourt, then mm. then we're talking. Yeah, kind of. But yeah. as far as what they have accomplished so far, they're they're on the same level. They really are. They, they this is do or die next year for them. I agree. I
1: think either one of those teams can knock off a Philly or a Boston if they get their minds right. I don't think so. Particularly I think Toronto,
0: so. I think. Can. Toronto, I would like to say Toronto can. not sleep on Toronto, But you can't, you can't sit here and say anything about Toronto and then poo-poo on the Boston Celtics about they haven't done anything. Because Toronto is the definition of not doing
1: anything. Well, I, I think the whole East hasn't done anything. That's all I'm saying. I think people see it. If the, but, if the Eastern Conference were a race. Okay, right? but this, this
0: is the thing, though. This is the thing, this is the thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. Toronto has had several years to prove something. Yeah. And year after year after year, they have been a disappointment. The Boston Celtics, that was really their first year to do something. Mm-hmm. And they have exceeded expectations. So that's why I give them the benefit of the doubt. I
1: wouldn't say it's their first year. Because they got to the conference finals, I think, the year before that, what? IT.
0: Yeah, but the, that team. But, but the team, core
1: group that played was together. Just added yeah, Jason Tatum, Yeah, but that, Tatum, that, that IT
0: team, they still exceeded expectations and that's fine
1: my point is this lebron was still there the way i see the eastern conference i think everybody sees it as a race that the Celtics are just so far ahead and i just don't see it that way because you have to realize when you have a big bad dude in the room like when you're that guy and the guy leaves it's a totally different dynamic it just is i mean i went to school since i was with like bullies like straight Bullies and sometimes they get kicked out to detention or sack, and somebody would have to fill that role, and everybody would be fighting was for that it. You know, <laughs> I was fighting for it, <laughs> I knew my role. Once big boy went out, I was good, I was out.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is a difference, though, and I keep on alluding to this. The only reason there's a difference is because if you take Kyrie Irving and Gordon off that team, let's just say you just take them off, mm-hmm. right? They already went to the Eastern Conference finals. It's more so even, but when you add Kyrie Irving and Gordon, I know you're not big on Gordon Hayward Gordon, but if you add those two together, then that's what kind of puts them over to where they're like the clear cut. They're the clear cut favorites in the East to me. And I know you're not hiring their coaching. But
1: see, don't do that. To okay, me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying overrated. I didn't say he was not a good coach. Y'all like doing that. You sure like this throw? Okay, I know so you're he, not hiring okay, his coaching. Okay, nah, so don't play he me. He is bro. the
0: best coach in the Eastern Conference right now. He okay. is. I can give you that. And with all those things put together, they're the clear-cut favorites in the East. That's just my view on everything. I, I can't put them. They are number one in the East. And everybody else, then you have, yeah, Philadelphia. They're in a little box by themselves. And there's everybody else in the East. Even, but Philadelphia still has a lot to prove.
1: But let me give you an example. So when Jordan reti- retires the first time, right? I mean, they had certain clear cup, and you know I'm not going to poop on my Rockets. My point is, especially in the East, that's what I'm really talking about. When Jordan retires, teams like the Knicks, Pacers, match, the Knicks and Pacers went at it. and Because it was like, yo, this is my chance to get to the finals. That's what I think it is. I just I can't annoy the Celtics because everybody there is going to put their game at a different level. This is the difference, though.
0: I'll allude to it again. The Knicks and the Pacers didn't have... Patrick Ewing and Reggie Miller hurt the year before, and then coming back in, Kyrie Irving is that dude is a beast. Okay, mm-hmm. he's gonna come in. The dynamics of things will be totally different once he comes in and gets his groove. He's gonna mesh with them. The coaching, I just think they're clear cut favors. That's all I'm saying. They're clear cut favors. Then you have Philadelphia, Toronto. man, nah, I don't know about Toronto.
1: So let me ask you this then: If the Boston Celtics don't get to the the finals, are you
0: surprised? Yeah, it's a disappointment. Absolutely. Wow. I'm not necessarily going to say I'm going to be surprised, but it would be a disappointment. They, they have to be thinking finals next year. Okay? Philadelphia, not necessarily. I don't think they necessarily have to be thinking finals. Yeah. I think there's only really two teams in the East that have to be thinking finals. That's Toronto Raptors, because they've been at this year after year, and the Boston Celtics. Those are the only two things that had to be thinking finals next year. They fired Dwayne Casey last year. For, they got swept, bro. If they would have had a competitive series, at least Dwayne Casey would still be the coach I there.
1: mean, there's, just some, there's some players that just kill some teams. So I'm fine with that. I really he he murdered. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is it's just, yeah, it's just, some superstars have their team and yeah. that's his team and I'm cool with that
0: Michael Jordan used to annihilate the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah,
1: so I'm fine with that Yeah. it just is what it is some superstars have those teams where they just don't lose to it just is what it is so that's why I think Toronto I, I'm telling you I just if, if Boston is a favorites I'm fine with that all I'm saying is all the bullies are out everybody who thought there was a little punk they're like you know what let me see what I can do that's why I'm more interested in a way in the East to see who steps up that's what I'm really interested in seeing. And I just think everybody's anointing Boston. I think every other team in the East is not afraid of them. Right?
0: There is no fear. That's fine. I'm not going to debate that. There is no fear. There really. Is. But they're going to – I do think that they will build some fear. If, they, if they're healthy, I do think they compete. They're not going to beat Golden State. Nobody's <laughs> beating Golden State. Mm-hmm. But if you have a matchup where it's Golden State and the Boston Celtics, don't be surprised. That's a good series. If Kyrie Irving is healthy, yeah, don't surprise be surprised if it's a good series. Because yeah. that's, that's really something that is, it, it would, it is would, part of their weakness. It would be State. a
1: good five, yeah. four-game sweep. No. It would be no. real competitive. Game no. one would be nice to watch.
0: You, you look, if you look at that roster that Boston would have, they match up pretty well against Golden State. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Trey, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you missed me, man. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I can't do it. On that note, on that note. <laughs> Guys, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast. Leave five stars. If you want to subscribe on our website, it is www.newchannelsports.com. That's new channel, N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L, sports.com. Please subscribe. Leave us some comments. We do this for you, okay? We think we have a pretty good podcast going on here. Help it grow. Tell your family and friends about it. And we will be back. That was, you know, that was a pretty good show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Red Nation, Bulls on Parade. Yes,
0: absolutely. Rocket Nation. Yes, sir. Astros, baby. Yes, sir. Astros won my back to back championship.
1: Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.